We have to be very careful, and this is the one thing I wanna emphasize. Parenting together and being careful as parents to not play favorites. Welcome to In Grace with Jim Scudder Jr. He is the senior pastor of Quentin Road Baptist Church in Lake Zurich, Illinois, and the president of Dayspring Bible College in Mundelein, Illinois. Welcome to In Grace. Today we are continuing to talk to parents and talk to uh, grandparents and aunts and uncles and people that are concerned about raising kids. Our series is called Raising Great Kids, and we're going to conclude it today and tomorrow here on In Grace. And today we're going to talk about how parents need to be on the same page if possible. Now, there's plenty of situations that there's a single parent uh, raising the kids, or you have all these different situations these days. But we're going to talk about making sure we do everything we can to make sure both parents are being consistent, okay? So uh, I think this is so important. We're going to cover Proverbs 22.6 and explain it. Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. One of the most precious and important verses on child training in the Bible, a great wisdom principle. Uh, so we're going to talk about that and more today here on In Grace as we're wrapping up the series today and tomorrow. Uh, and then we also want to remind you that In Grace isn't just a podcast and a radio show. It is also a television program. Uh, so you can watch it tonight on TBN. TBN is the largest Christian network in the world, uh, television network. And we're honored to be on Wednesday nights at 6.30 Eastern Time, 5.30 Central. And uh, tonight we're going to be featuring a, a tour of Noah's Ark. This is one of the awesome things that we get to do here at In Grace is and go explore and check out things. So we went to the full-size ark in Northern Kentucky near the Creation Museum, and we get the tour with Bodie Hodge. So you're going to see that on TBN tonight or anytime on YouTube. Now, remember what we put on TBN or on YouTube, it's a very condensed version. We have the full tour of Noah's Ark as a video or a digital download. So if you'd like to get the DVD or digital download of a tour of Noah's Ark, let me encourage you to contact us at InGrace, 1-800-78-GRACE, 1-800-78-GRACE, or go to ingraceradio.com. And there, if you make a gift of any amount, we're going to send you a tour of Noah's Ark with Bodie Hodge. If your gift is $35 or more, we're going to send you a tour of the Creation Museum with Ken Ham and a diving series under the beautiful water of the Florida Keys, Exploring God's Ocean. You're going to get all three of these videos, and these will all really enforce what you might already know about how God created the earth and then judged the earth with a flood. So you want to take advantage of these great offers. One last thing, let me mention our Creation Cruise to Alaska. We are going on a cruise. We have a Creation speaker, Bruce Malone, coming. You're invited. If you're in interested in Alaska and checking out this beautiful state, then go to our website, ingraceradio.com and click on travel. We will conclude our series on training children, raising great kids, raising godly kids. And we've started off with this verse and we're going to end with this verse. It's one of the greatest most simple verses in the Bible that instructs parents to take this seriously, to put a lot of thought and time into this, to make sure that your children are no longer pagans when they leave your home. They're born pagans. I know that's hard for us to imagine, but they are. But, uh, and you say, oh, not this little one. 
Well, it's not long, right, after they're born, and you start to realize, where did they learn that? From the dad, right? But you'll see it. You just see it. They're, they're acting out because they're mad about something. And um, how, do we, how do we deal with that? Well, Proverbs 22 in verse 6 gives us a really good basic understanding of this. And it says, train up a child in the way he should go. And it takes intention, doesn't it? Training. It takes time. It takes effort. It takes thought. And another thing that we're going to finish with today is parenting together. Understanding how to work in concert with your spouse. Now, obviously, there are some of you raising your child or children alone, and that's extremely difficult and challenging. I will just give you a word of encouragement. First of all, uh, you don't have to worry about working in concert with the other one necessarily if you're all alone doing it, but God is going to be there for you. God is going to make up the difference. God is going to help you. Or maybe you are raising the child, but you're the only one that's saved or the only one that's serving the Lord in the relationship. How do you do that? How do you, how do you overcome the challenges of that when the other spouse has different values? Well, again, this is where God gives you wisdom. God gives you grace. God is going to give you help, or, or maybe he'll give you other people that will come along and give you help with this. But don't have excuses. Don't say, I can't do this or that. You can. God knows that you have the ability to train up a child in the way they should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. Working little by little, day at a time, it's not going to happen overnight. There's going to be ups and downs. There's going to be valleys and mountains. Uh, but at the end of the day, with lots of prayer, I believe your child will become a God-fearing adult. And when they leave the home, they no longer have to answer to you, but they still have to answer to their God, right? Do any of you have any interesting stories, funny stories about your kids? We would love to hear that. Have your kids ever made a mess or you leave for two seconds and come back and you just can't believe what they just did? You just can't believe, how did they, in two seconds, how did they make such a mess or they said something that, or did something that you just couldn't believe um, where you're trying not to laugh? It's like hilarious, but in the same time, you cannot laugh, you know? I'll tell you one thing that I did. I thought I had lost my daughter when um, Amy was, I think, four, I would guess, her and I, just her and I, went to a Cubs game. And I'll just back up for one second. I think it's good for you to do things every now and then with just one child. I think that's really good to do if you can. Um, on vacations, we had a little tradition where I would take one at a time out to breakfast. And it's just something nice. It's something fun. And you could just focus on them and spend time with them. And I encourage you to do that. So I, I took Amy. We got tickets, I think, for free. And we went out to the Cubs game. And I hadn't even thought about this. What happens when it's time for her to have to go to the restroom? I mean, I'm not taking you to the men's room at Wrigley Field. I'm just going to tell you that right up front. I'm not going to explain why. I'm just telling you. We're not doing that. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. And I'm like, I don't know if I should let her go into the women's because, you know, it's just thousands of people going through and it's one entrance, one exit. So I said, listen, Amy, I need you to go through this door and then come out that door. And I'm going to be standing there. And the whole time I'm thinking, this is a horrible idea. I can't believe this is happening. I don't know why I'm doing this, but I didn't know what else to do. 
And she went in and she didn't come out. She didn't come out, she didn't come out. And I'm dying now, I'm like, there's one thing you cannot do, come home without your child, okay? <laughs> Just can't do that. So I'm panicking, I can't run in there, I didn't know what to do. And all of a sudden this woman comes marching up to me with Amy in tow and she looks at me, are you her dad? I thought about saying no. I said, yeah. She said, don't you ever do that again. Don't ever send your daughter into the restroom without you know, somebody. And she's just chewing me out. I said, I didn't know what to do. And Amy had come out the way she went in. And so um, she goes right there and she points. Literally right next to me was a bathroom for families. It's just right there. How do we get through this child training with bringing our children up godly and not losing them at a baseball game? Well, one thing that you're going to encounter when you're raising kids is your children are very smart little creatures and they will play one of you against the other. How do I know this? Have your kids ever come up to you and asked you something, and you said no, and they said, but dad said I could. Has that ever happened? Okay, that's them doing it. Maybe you didn't even realize what they were doing, but they're playing you off each other, and they know one of you is more uh, okay with stuff, and the other one is less okay with stuff, and they know who's who, and they're going to manipulate you, and they're going to create friction and problems within your marriage. So what you need to do is realize this, first of all, and number two, um, come up with a solution to that. Come up with a way that you can agree ahead of time how you're going to handle that. So one uh, group of parents decided that if it has to be an immediate answer, the answer is no. You know, can we go do this or we, can we sleep over at this, um, you know, friend's house or whatever it is? If you need an immediate answer, the answer is no. What they wanted to do is the husband and wife wanted to go and just talk about it for a second and confer and then they would come up with, with an answer. So how do you do that? How do you do that? Uh, there's one parent that's going to be the fun parent. There's one parent that's going to be the more strict parent. So who are you in the relationship? Is your husband more... Uh, anything's fine, or is your husband more strict, and are you okay with things? And, uh, and everyone's a little different, right? That's what makes uh, all of us unique and individual, and God made us that way. But we also have to somehow come together as two people with different ways of doing things and come together as one in this area of parenting. And it has to be a, a marriage where you're talking about these things, maybe ahead of time and going through what you're gonna do and how you're gonna do it. You have to join forces and be united because if you're not, even those little differences, they're gonna use to play against you. But God did create us to be unique, right? Uh, but in that uniqueness wants us to be uh, unified. How many animals could fit on Noah's Ark? Did the flood really cover the entire earth? If you're wrestling with the answers to these questions, look no further than InGrace's exciting video series, A Tour of Noah's Ark, where Jim Scudder walks through the amazing Ark Encounter in Northern Kentucky with Bodie Hodge, the son-in-law of Answers in Genesis founder, Ken Ham. 
This incredible series will be yours as a thank you for a gift of any amount to InGrace. And when your gift is $35 or more, you will also receive two more video series, a walk through creation with Ken Ham and exploring God's oceans. Or get our entire eight series creation bundle for only $100. Don't miss out on this exclusive opportunity to learn about a young earth and explore the beauty of God's world. Call now, 800-78-GRACE or order on our secure website, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Let's look at 1 Peter 3, 8, and it says, Finally, be ye all of one mind, having compassion, one of another, love as brethren, be pitiful, and that doesn't mean like pathetic, it means uh, uh, sympathetic, uh, be courteous, but it's this idea of being of one mind, and there's no more important place for mom and dad to be of one mind than it is in this area of raising the kids. What are we going to allow? What are we not going to allow? Here's an example. I always grew up thinking the three stooges were hilarious. Amen? Hilarious. It's just like, come on. You know, we knew that you're not supposed to go around and hit people on the head and all the stuff poking people in the eyes. But Karen was concerned about that. Like, are, do we really want our kids to think that's okay and to watch that? And she's actually probably right on that. But we had a difference of opinion. I thought it'd be fine for us to sit down there. And sometimes we did when Karen wasn't home. <laughs> I just kind of blew my whole point here, didn't I? <laughs> but when you have a difference of opinion on something like that, it might be important for you to discuss it and come up with, this is what we're going to do. So these are important areas of life, to live in harmony, to live in one mind, especially husbands and wives. So when you were growing up, think about this. Which parent was fun? Which parent was more serious? Uh, were you all treated the same? <laughs> that opened up a Pandora's box, didn't it? Were you all treated the same? And I know you all have thoughts going through your mind right now. Uh, usually... You all think you were the favorite, and you also think that your brothers or sisters got away with stuff that you couldn't get away with. It also depends on how old you are in the line of kids. But we have to be very careful, and this is the one thing I want to emphasize. Parenting together and being careful as parents to not play favorites. Now, there's a classic story in the Bible of favoritism. It's a classic story where there was a, a man named Isaac, and a woman named Rebecca, and there were two twin boys, Jacob and Esau. And of course, there was a favorite. Jacob was the favorite of Rebecca, and Esau was the favorite of Isaac. Esau was more outdoorsy, and would love to go and hunt and, and come back, uh, a man of you know, the outdoors, where Jacob was more of a homebody, and he didn't mind staying home. He didn't mind staying inside. Now, if God made us all different, there are going to be some boys that are a little more rough and tough and outdoorsy, and there's going to be others that just don't love that, and there's nothing wrong with that. I will make a statement, though. In our world where gender is being confused, I think it's important to not let boys do things that are considered to be things that women do or girls do. I know I can get all sorts of flack about that, but I don't really care, okay? 
Kids can so easily get confused these days. And all it takes is one time a boy dresses up in a dress. How do I know that that's dangerous? Because I know someone that that happened to when he was little. Sisters dressed him up in a dress and it, something happened to him at that point and he's trans now. Okay? I'm just saying, don't allow that. Uh, we were with the grandkids and Charlie was, you know, Willow was playing with his big dollhouse and Charlie was sitting over there kind of playing with her. And maybe it's fine. I don't know if it's wrong, but I just felt uncomfortable about it. So, you know, we kind of steered Charlie toward doing something different, whatever else it is. And I think we have to be very careful. But there are going to be differences within. Uh, some girls are going to be very girly. And, um, and there's some girls that are be tomboys. Okay, so and again, that's fine. There's ranges of how you are. But make sure that girls are girls, boys are boys. So we have Jacob and Esau. And they have parents that are treating them better than the other. Favoritism. And all sorts of bad things happen from that. Before Isaac died... He wanted to give his blessing to his eldest son, although God had told him to give it to the youngest son. And Rebecca remembers God's promise, and so they create this ruse where the younger son pretends to be the older son, and he receives the blessing. She schemed to help Jacob deceive his dad. What are you teaching your kid when you do that? What did it lead to? Well, Jacob got the blessing, but he also had to flee for his life. It was years before him and his brother reunited. Is that what we want? So what is the story there? The story is God can take our stupidity and our failures and make them work out. But maybe it'd be better if we didn't go through all of that and just uh, do things God's way in the first place. But the bottom line here, what I'm trying to get across to you is this. God doesn't play favorites. That's what it says in Romans 2.11. It says, God is no respect of persons. Okay? He doesn't have favorites. You all have equal love of God, which is awesome. Awesome. And he has great gifts in store for you. Look at James 1.17. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. That's our Heavenly Father. He wants to bless you. He wants to give you good gifts. And he doesn't have favorites, so he's going to equally gift us and bless us. But you have to be careful to not have favorites. Like God doesn't have favorites, so it is that we shouldn't either. We need to model parenting the way that God shows us, the way that God is. We need to love our children equally. We need to not show favoritism. And maybe you don't realize you are. And maybe the other spouse or maybe a friend can point that out to you if they see that. Be careful about that. Make sure you're on the same page as parents. Make sure you're not showing favoritism. And be careful not to help God achieve his plan by scheming. God doesn't need our help. God doesn't need our help. But he can use our missteps. He can use our mistakes to teach us lessons and to bring us closer. Uh, Psalm 37. It says in verse 23, The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholdeth him with his hand. Aren't you glad that God can take our missteps and turn them into stepping stones? If we are humble, if we realize our mistake, if we realize our problems, what we did, he is faithful and he can do that for us and be encouraged in that. Even as parents, maybe you've blown it. 
Maybe you haven't done the right things for a while and you wonder if it can be turned around. Is it too late? It's never too late. Just always do the right thing from today on and God will bless in that. So can you be a perfect mom or dad? I don't think you'll ever attain that. But you can be involved. You can be present. You can be walking with the Lord yourself. You can be consistent. You can be on the same page as your spouse. You can love them and discipline them when they need it. Have that balance in your life. Talk to the Lord. Have him helping you with all of these things. So when conflicts arise, what are you gonna do? Well, it's important to just talk about it with your spouse and make sure you come up with an agreement. And Philippians 2, it says in verse one, if there be therefore any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the spirit, if any bowels and mercies, fulfill ye my joy that ye be, what? Like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. So make sure that you are like-minded when at all possible with raising your kids. I've already told you this in your marriage. Don't argue in front of your kids. And also, make sure your kids, when they're disrespectful, let's say your child is disrespectful to your wife, don't allow that. Don't allow that. Make sure they're respectful to her, especially. It'll be huge uh, for your wife when you do that. We'll pick it up right there tomorrow, talking about how we can parent together. And yeah, there's a lot of situations. Maybe you don't have the, you know, the, the blessing of having a mom and a dad in the home and raising kids in, in the way that it should be. But whatever your situation is, let me just give you some encouragement. God will help you if you ask him. And so let us bathe parents in prayer. Let's bathe ourselves in prayer. When we were raising our daughters, my wife and I would pray every night for our daughters, for their salvation when they were young, uh, for their godliness when they were growing up, for their spouse uh, that they would one day meet and marry. And now we get to do that for our grandkids. And we do that every night. We pray for our grandkids and, and all of these things. So let's bathe parents in prayer. If you want to get this entire series, we have it on CD, Raising Great Kids, and you can get it. It's under $12 for the entire thing. You can get it at our website, ingraceradio.com, or give us a call at one 800 78 Grace. Now, you've been hearing us talk about our creation cruise to Alaska. If you're interested in cruising the beautiful calm waters of Alaska with a creation speaker, Bruce Malone, his wife Robin, myself, and my wife Karen, uh, we would love to host you on a cruise to Alaska. And you can get a free brochure when you call us at 1-800-78-GRACE, 1-800-78-GRACE, or you go to our website, ingraceradio.com, click on travel. There you can see the brochure online, print it out, or even ask us to send you a copy, ingraceradio.com. Now, we've been really excited about this tour of Noah's Ark. We went on this full size ark. And we got a tour by one of the Answers in Genesis speakers. His name is Bodie Hodge. He's the son-in-law of Ken Ham. And we had the most wonderful time, a very long tour, and we put it all on a video. 
So if you want the four-part full-length video, a tour of Noah's Ark, and we answer so many questions. How did all the animals fit on the ark? How big was the ark? You know, what did the flood do to geology? And so many things, very visual, obviously. Uh, then contact us. When you make a gift of any amount to Ingrace, we're going to thank you by sending you this great video, either by DVD or digital download. Now, if your gift can be $35 or more, more people will hear the gospel through Ingrace. And I'm going to send you two more awesome creation videos, a walk through the Creation Museum with Ken Ham and exploring God's ocean. Don't forget to get the video series, A Tour of Noah's Ark, for your gift of any amount. When your gift is $35 or more, you will also receive two more video series, A Walk Through Creation with Ken Ham and Exploring God's Oceans. Or get our entire eight-series creation bundle for just $100. Call 800-78-GRACE, go to ingraceradio.com, or write to us at Ingrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Thank you for joining us on Ingrace Radio with Jim Scudder, Jr. Ingrace is a member of the Evangelical Council for Financial Accountability. Our goal is to share the light of Jesus to a darkening world, helping you find hope, gain purpose, and be a light. You can be that light today by joining our mission to spread the gospel around the world. Just call us, 800-78-GRACE, or go online, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Tune in tomorrow as we continue to explore God's Word and His world on InGrace Radio.